0: Welcome to Infinite Love. My name is Kate, and I honestly had no idea what I'm going to talk about because you see, I keep receiving all these signs, blockages of what I really want to talk about today. And every time I go to record, something either distracts me or gets in the way. So I'm taking that as a message that I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. So here I am sitting here wondering what I will talk about. And I guess, life in general. Do you pay attention to the signs in front of you? Do you follow them? Do you listen to your intuition? You see, this whole week has been a very hectic, chaotic week. And I'm talking crazy energy. Everyone seems to be impacted by it. Everyone around me. I'm a special ed teacher. And even my students My beautiful poor students were affected by this energy. And when one has trouble with communication and their energy is off, it's like a domino effect. Every single student becomes impacted by this energy, this chaos. So what do you do amongst the chaos? Do you react or do you find balance? And luckily with all my healing, I didn't really let it get to me. There were times, more so with adults, But the students, I just felt this compassion, this sense of frustration in a way that they couldn't communicate their needs. And all I wanted to do was help them in any way I could. And you could observe this amongst the other staff. And another thing I observed was ego. Ego was getting the best of everyone. Anywhere I went, and for the most part, when surrounded by ego, I just sit still. I don't become combative. I don't continue conversations or arguments. As I understand where they're coming from, I sympathize, I hold compassion, I hold space. But that's just it. Then I remove myself because I don't align to it. Now, when this happens in the workplace, it's a different story. You have nowhere to go. But I do tend to take some breaks just to sit in peace by myself and meditate and reflect to rebalance myself, to remove that energy from me. But this week was different. Like I said, the energy was so off. And as the week unfolded, Every day was different. Every day was still chaotic, but in a whole different light. Until Wednesday, that is. I was driving to work, and I was stopped at a red light. The sun was rising. I wasn't in a rush. Lord knows I was not in a rush to attend a morning meeting. Plus, I'd left so early that I had plenty of time to get there. So once the light turned green, I took my foot off the brake, barely touched the gas, and I kind of coasted through the intersection slowly. And that's when I heard The loudest screeching of tires. Typically when you hear this, you imagine or picture a car is flooring it down the road. But this car you see, it was at the red light. And I'm not sure what transpired, but for some reason, this car decided to punch it. And I'm not talking take the foot off the brake and hit the gas a little bit. I'm talking foot slammed down on the gas pedal so fast that it screeched the tires which is kind of what drew my attention. I was in the left lane and there was a car next to me and it was ahead of me a little bit. But for some reason, as soon as I heard that sound, that loud sound, my intuition told me, take your foot off the gas. And I did. And just as I did that, My car drifted slowly behind and the car to the right of me was moving along and that's when I heard the loudest crash and it t-boned the car, forcing it into my lane. It missed me by inches and it was as if everything was taking place in slow motion. So it t-boned the car, back end spun into my lane. And it was on two wheels and it swerved and got itself balanced back on all four wheels and then they pulled off to the right. But there was so much debris, but I had enough time to kind of swerve around it and keep going. I was in shock because, like I said, everything froze, time stood still, and I was still trying to make sense of what just happened. How did this happen? I could not wrap my head around it. And I was also grateful, grateful that everyone seemed okay, but also grateful that I was protected. It missed me, like I said, by inches. And I'm not sure how, but I won't question it. I'm grateful. So I get to work. And again, sitting amongst the chaos. And luckily, because we had a meeting, I was able to self-reflect. And rebalance myself. Carried on through the day, and as the day ended, I made sure to get to the woods where I walked around and reflected. It's kind of my safe space. And the week continued to carry on, and now it's Friday, and we're all at this point grateful it's Friday. We're exhausted. The energy was high again. People were in and out of meetings, so we were short staff, and then we had to have a meeting at the end of the day. And as I was listening, I felt this sense of urgency to speak up because I wasn't quite understanding what our boss was trying to ask of us. Now, mind you, we're short two teachers. There are supposed to be four of us and we're short job coaches and our kids go out into the community to work, to gain work experience skills. And I finally spoke up and asked. And when I asked if he could be in the trenches with us next week to show, to show us what he's talking about that he wants. Because he was trying to create this agenda, this routine, which I'm all for, but it was very militant and it does not bode well for our kids. There has to be wiggle room, flow, whether that's because behaviors arise or because it's chaos and you can't predict chaos. Either way, I I just didn't understand what it was he was desiring, because to me, it it was too much. And I don't think he understood exactly what our kids need in those moments. He feels like there might be too much downtime, but it's not like we're trying to have downtime. I'm trying to stick to his schedule, but I feel like it is too much. Asking too much in a way that makes no sense and creates more chaos than necessary. So I asked him. I asked him if he could show us if he could be in the trenches all day and not just jump in and jump out, but all day. And his response, "Mm, let's just say it wasn't so professional. I triggered him. I triggered his ego. And not because I wanted to, but I advocated for us, for our entire staff, for our students. And I spoke up. I utilized my voice, and there was a time when I would never speak up like that, or I would speak up with ego, with anxiety, with anger, with frustration, but this time I just spoke up, asked for an understanding, a visual, clarification, and he didn't really respond so well, so I'm not sure what Monday is going to look like because he puffed up his chest and said, bet, bet, I'll do it, I'll do it, and I didn't really know how to take that, I don't think anyone knew how to take that, but it was already 3.33, and we all looked at him like, all right, we're done at 3.30, we're going to go home now, this meeting is over, and have a great weekend. Now, do I have any anxiety over Monday? No, don't. He's going to show whatever he needs to show. He's going to prove a point, however he's going to prove it. And I'm okay with that. I trust. But this is kind of how the week's been going. And here I was all day trying to record an episode I had in mind. And every single time I tried to record, something got in the way. And I took it. I took it as, let's not be frustrated. Let's just go with the flow which is kind of ironic because that's exactly what I was trying to communicate at work, which is what we as staff members who are in the trenches do for the most part. Now, is everyone perfect? No. Are there areas we need to work on? Of course. But there's only so many of me that could lead. And in fact, that was one of his conversations when he pulled me aside was, Miss Goots, I feel like you do too much. And I had a hard time swallowing that because I agree, I have been doing too much. But so have others. But then as the meeting went from a 10-minute check-in meeting to two and a half hours of taking up my time having a conversation, while I could have been with my student, I thought to myself, if I'm doing too much, why are you having a conversation with me, the person doing too much? Why aren't you having a conversation with those who you feel aren't doing enough? And that's where leadership comes in. And that's where the chaos comes in. And that's where I have a hard time understanding the politics and the roles that administrators play in all schools. Because you can tell me I'm doing too much, but then have no problem asking me to do more. Isn't that ironic? Can you not see what you're asking or how your words don't align with action? It amazes me. And like I said, I'm not perfect, but I've been doing this for 14 years. I've been around these students for 14 years, if not longer, with all my experience as a paraprofessional, with my experience as a therapeutic rec specialist, with my experience as a volunteer in park districts for young adults with special needs. I get it. And I listen. I observe. I understand energy. I understand theirs. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm the best teacher in the world because I'm learning something new every single day. But what I'm also learning about school districts is the burnout, is the fact that you put all these demands on those that work the hardest, and yet you do little to hold accountability for those that don't do anything. And that's where it gets a bit confusing. Are you afraid to handle the situation so you find it easier to go after those that do the most? See, everything becomes backwards in the school district. And it's sad because now you have so many teachers resigning, retiring early because they're burnt out. I'm burnt out. And I refuse to let a passion, to let love of a career, to let the love of my students be wiped away by disrespect, by not listening, only wanting to dictate, by ego, power, control, greed. When did our students become numbers, become price tags on school districts? Because why can't we practice what we preach? And that starts from the top down. These are things I've been thinking about lately. And it may ruffle feathers, but I'm speaking the truth. So we'll see. We'll see if I have a new episode and an update. I'm hopeful that over the weekend, reflection took place and that ego stepped aside and that accountability took place. If not, I'm still ready for Monday, as I am every day. But I can only do so much With the little resources that we have, I can't even print out my lessons because they can't figure out why they can't connect our computers to our Xerox machine. I can't even do attendance because they can't figure out why they can't get a schedule into our program for me. Like I said, there's only two teachers. One's a sub for maternity. So right now I'm a case manager for 31 students, which is obviously over the amount, because the other teacher cannot have access to their IEPs. All the aides that we did have for job coaches are now one-on-ones, which means majority of our kids can't go to work because we have no job coaches. So you see, there's a lot going on that needs to be fixed, and everyone's worried about keeping on track with an agenda, Mind you, that we're supposed to fill out every single day, which isn't part of our contract. So here I am just trying, trying to not allow this to burn me out because we already have one teacher on leave. Let's not make it another teacher because I don't want to go anywhere. I love what I do, but I refuse to allow ego and power to hinder my love for what I do. If you ask me to do anything, most likely I will do it until it's too much, until I realize that you're asking me to do things that are part of your job title, not mine, and that's where I stand my ground and I set my boundaries without fear because my emotions, my heart, my love, my self-worth, my energy, they matter too, and I won't let anyone, even a power, take that away from me. I'll stand in my love. I'll stand in my light. I'll stand in my worth. And I mean that. I'll advocate for my kids to the day I die because they all matter. Not just the high-functioning students. All of my students matter. And they're all worthy of receiving the love, the care, the academics they deserve. And I'll do my best. I'm not perfect. Like I said, I'll do my best and if I make a mistake, I'll learn from it. I'll grow from it because I take accountability for my actions or lack thereof. But I won't let anyone disrespect me or abuse their power and put all the pressure upon me. I just won't. No job anywhere in the world is worth that. So if that's what you're going through, if you're feeling that, ask yourself, do I need to be here? Do I need this? Because what matters most is our own health, our own mental state of mind, our own emotions. You can have the best crew ever collaborating and working together if you use positivity, if you do your job right too, if you build people up and not tear people down, if you divvy out the work evenly and equally and not just place it upon those that are strong, those that are hardworking. If you hold accountability to all and not just a select few, not one person can run this program. I myself cannot do it alone, but I know that and accept that. So when will others from top, when will they see what we're going through? When will they make better choices to advocate for our kids the way we do as teachers? When will they put aside their egos and their pride? and take accountability of their own actions or lack thereof. When will we see the bigger picture when we actually put all the students first in school districts and hold accountability where it needs to be held, in students, in staff, in everyone? Not just a select few, but in everyone. So to sum it all up, when energy around you is chaotic, you just have to observe. Observe and then ask yourself how you feel. And make sure you're not reacting, because if you are, that's inner work for you to handle. And if you aren't, ask yourself, is this the type of environment, are these the types of energies I want to surround myself with every single day? Because in all honesty, what's life worth living when we're constantly in the grind and we're losing ourselves amongst others? And for me, I know I have a good balance. But I also have self-worth, self-respect, self-love. Just like today with this episode, there's always a backup. I always trust, and I know that. I'll always figure it out in life because I chose myself. I chose to put the time and effort into me and will always choose myself in that way. Not to be selfish, but that way I can project better. I can project more positive vibes. And that's the whole point is coming together and working together, not separate, not above each other. We're all human and we're all imperfect. So if we choose to work together, greater things will come. But if we choose to fight alone, well, then chaos exudes all around you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Chaos. Have a great one.